This is astrologer DK Brainin, and you are listening to the Stars for the People Astrology Podcast for the week of May 17th, 2010, exclusively on Empower Radio, empowerradio.com, empowering you. Well, the sun moves into Gemini on Thursday, Venus moves into Cancer on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit more about what both of those might possibly mean to you. But I want to take this uh, take this week, and um, this is kind of a getting back in the saddle week for me. As uh, many of you know who have been following the column over at wordsforthepeople.com, it's been kind of a crazy year so far. And uh, I remember being on Tanya Douglas's uh, radio show at the end of the year last year, and, and she had um, Andrew Brewer, the rock and roll psychic, and... Um, a numerologist whose name I can't recall right now, and myself and and um, Maria Shaw, the great Michigan astrologer, um, as well, and and having all of us giving our uh, predictions for 2010. And I remember, you know, there seemed to be this general point of concurrence among all four of us that this was going to be an extremely up and down kind of year. And um, <clears throat> Oh, I went to my first baby shower on Saturday, so um, we're about a month away from the due date of my second and Jennifer's first uh, little baby boy coming in with some extremely intense astrology, and we're going to talk more about the what, what many astrologers are calling the cardinal climax in the next couple weeks as we get closer and closer to the actual event itself. But um, there I was at my very first baby shower. Apparently, um, it's a tradition in Michigan that the man goes to the baby shower, which I had not heard of. But, um, you know, my initial ego reaction was um, I could think of a lot of things I'd rather do than sit around in someone's basement with a bunch of uh, women that I don't know, you know, um, doing whatever women do at a baby shower. And... um, it was a really, it was a really remarkable event. Um, I, I do love babies and and uh, children, and you know I do believe uh, that the children are our future. I'd break into Whitney Houston here, but I don't think I can pull off that range um, at eleven o'clock on a Sunday night when I'm recording this. So it, it's amazing to to watch the world. Uh, watch how the world welcomes a new child into the midst, you know, when given the opportunity. Amazing and gratifying. And at the shower, I met a psychic who was telling me, and, and I wrote about this in this week's newsletter, but, you know, was telling me that she'd been sick for a long time. And, and, and I've had that comment from so many people and, you know, I, I was sick from December through up until a couple weeks ago and just couldn't seem to shake this kind of cold sinus thing that's been going around. And, you know, I think that part of that is um, that there's a really sort of new strain of cold sinus flu things going around. And, and uh, you know, it's powerful and it's probably something new that our systems haven't encountered yet so maybe it takes longer to kick but I also feel like the spiritual dimension of what many of us have been going through and whether it's been you know sickness or um, some other form of sort of struggle and um, cleansing 
And at some point during the sickness, I, I was, um, all you squeamish people, you can sort of plug your ears for a minute, but I was producing this amazing amount of fluorescent yellow snot on a daily basis that just was, I mean, I'd never seen anything like it before. And it went on for weeks. And at some point, you know, you, you sit there and you're asking yourself, um, okay, you know, what do, what do I need to change? What do I need to learn in order to let go? I'm doing all these herbal remedies and nothing's really working, you know, which tells me, okay, there's some energy inside of me that I need to get in touch with. And eventually the answer I got, well, the answer I got initially, but, you know, uh, if I don't like the answer, I just keep asking until I finally get it was you're releasing, you know, and you're releasing all of this pent up uh, emotional material from the past, you know, from the past 40 years or so, the stuff that you haven't managed to let go of. And I do feel like a lot of us have been through this during the period where Mars was retrograde, uh, which is basically the first, functionally the first three and a half months of the year, because when Mars returns to direct motion, which was in the middle of March, uh, it takes him quite a while to get back up to uh, his normal speed. And so, you know, he's still sort of acting retrograde. And Mars being the planet of energy and assertiveness and anger and aggressiveness and, and the ability to sort of put our ego drives to use in the world, creating what we want to create or what we feel compelled to create. So I think a lot of us have been having similar experiences. And you know, meeting this other woman and just being able to share that experience was really helpful for me. And, um, I'm, I'm recording this. This is the first podcast that I've recorded in the new house. Um, so that's really cool. You know, that, um, going through the move during the Mercury retrograde was an exciting and interesting experience. Um, moving, you know, <laughs> moving's always so much fun, right? But, you know, here here I am, and it feels like things have been kind of crazy and backed up and confusing, and um, now here I am getting my feet, getting grounded again and, and grounded in a new place. And I guess if there's anything I can communicate about this week that's coming up, it's that this seems to be the place that we are in, wherever you're, you are in your life. You know, coming out of that very long Mars retrograde, and in a time in which it was um, hard to move forward consistently, and it usually is when Mars is retrograde, and then that was followed up by this incredibly powerful Mercury retrograde in Taurus, and you know with Mercury retrograde, um, we may be able to move forward, but it's hard to communicate clearly and, and hard sometimes hard to think clearly, and Mercury is now gaining some speed. Um, as Mercury moves forward in Taurus this week. And at the beginning of the week, the first three days of the week, Mercury makes this really beautiful trine angle to Pluto in Capricorn. And, and you know, as you've heard me talk about over and over <clears throat> through the, over the past year or so, um, Pluto in Capricorn represents this incredible world transition that we're going through now that started in about 2008 goes through about 2023 that's every bit as as momentous as the time of the american revolution and the industrial revolution in the late 1700s so 
as Mercury moves forward and makes this um, triangle to Pluto, I feel like the beginning of this week, in some ways we may feel like we're not ready for it yet, um, but there are going to be some really solid ideas, some really grounded ideas that are coming through, uh, both on on an individual level and on a collective level for how we can creatively and productively um, deal with the energies that are being, the intense energies that are being stirred up by Pluto and Capricorn and um, by the, the cardinal climax that's approaching that, again, we'll get into in more detail in the next couple of weeks. So look for that early this week. And, and even if it feels like maybe you don't have the... Um, the clarity or the groundedness yet to implement those ideas, notice what's there for you and, you know, write it down, record it, do whatever you have to do to capture it. Because as Mercury goes direct, it tends to, we tend to get the opportunity to start putting the puzzle pieces together of um, a lot of times during the Mercury retrograde periods, whatever area of your life is signified um, by the sign of Taurus. So wherever that shows up in your chart, um, <clears throat> During the retrograde, we're often learning about that area of our life, but often in a negative sort of way, in the sense that we're drawn back into the past, past disappointments or past failures in that area of our life, um, you know, or maybe past successes that we haven't been able to replicate for whatever reason. And Mercury seems to kind of bring these images and flashes of, of awareness into our minds, um, but without the ability or the clarity to do anything about it to, you know, and so then as Mercury moves forward, which is what's really starting to happen this week, we start getting flashes of insight that show us how we can change that pattern that we've been stuck in and how we can learn from the past, whether it's from past successes or from past failure and disappointment and, um, you know, kind of harness that knowledge and direct it into something useful as we go forward. And I guess I feel like the next couple weeks are a period for us to really get grounded, um, you know, sort of get our uh, get our sea legs under us, or, or it's like we've been on this long uh, rocky voyage in, on the ocean and we're back on land, and, and you know, trying to sort of get our equilibrium set and really focus on. Okay, where am I? What happens next? What feels like it has real value and feels like it has importance and feels good? You know, where where do I feel good? Where does it feel good when I think about putting my energy into the projects or options that are available to me? Because as we move into June and we move, you know, deeper into the exact zone of this cardinal climax alignment of Saturn, Uranus, and Pluto and Jupiter in the cardinal signs. And cardinal signs are about action, remember. The pace of life is going to pick up. And, I mean, it's really just even hard to imagine what June is going to feel like. Uh, although I guess we probably, things have been intense enough for long enough that, you know, we probably have some idea of that. But this this week feels like a really good week, to, again, to get grounded, focus on what's important, and in the first three days of the week with the sun also still in, in the sign of Taurus, you know, Taurus can be a very hardworking energy. It can also be very stubborn and, and insist on doing things the way that they've always been done. Um, that's not really going to work for us, you know, going into the summer, but the ability of 
Taurus energy to find the pleasure principle, you know, even in work. I mean, Taurus, Taurus energy and Taurus people will work very hard, but they're always aware of what the payoff is going to be, whether it's in money, um, you know, whether it's being able to um, uh, buy beautiful clothes or, you know, enjoy a good good meal or feel secure because you've worked hard and you own your own home or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. Taurus knows where the good times are. And I feel like that's important for us this week is to really tune in, you know, respect that Taurus energy and tune in to when I consider what my options are, when I'm, you know, even within my day to day, you know, do I do this or do I, do I do that? Do I go on this little trip? Do I go buy this? Do I sit home and read a book? Do I work on my project? Um, noticing when I sit there and visualize that, what which one feels good? Which one makes my body feel good? Which one lifts my spirits and makes me happy? And that's those are very strong clues as to as to what's really important to us on a soul level. And in a bigger picture sense, that's kind of what, where we want to set our feet this week is in facing down the road and to the best of our ability saying, hey, you know, going in this direction is what makes my soul feel good. So I want to take those intentions with me into this incredible, incredible energy that's that's coming to us this summer. So that's what I'm feeling is coming up this week. And, um, you know, maybe that's a good place to leave it. Baby shower was cool. Highly recommend it. You know, highly recommend babies as well. And um, I hope you found this useful and enjoyable. I'm working on my uh, my May video forecast. I, the the video forecast for the first half of the month is up on on the Empower Radio site, and that kind of covers through the Mercury retrograde. But I was really just feeling so sort of crap at that point that um, that was all I could get. <laughs> I didn't feel optimistic enough to tackle the second half of May, but I do feel like we're gonna have um, some really positive, positive energy in the next two weeks. It's going to feel like life is moving forward. Um, you know, like I said, with, with this crazy year of, of changes, um, you know, there's going to be plenty of bad news if, if we want to tune into that and if we want to look for it. And that's going to be a constant throughout the year. But there's also incredible opportunity out there this year. So the, this week, sun moves into Gemini. On Thursday, you know, Gemini is the ultimate sign of communication and uh, information, information sharing. And um, I think that's going to amp up our sort of desire to connect with each other, which, um, you know, is very positive for, for again, setting the, the tone and setting our feet for the for the summer that's coming up. And then also Venus moves into Cancer on Wednesday and Venus and, and Cancer, it's a pretty good energy combination. Um, you know, Venus is the energy of uh, the archetype of love, beauty, relationship. And Cancer is the ultimate energy of nurturing and of um, of emotional connection and empathy. And so, so Venus and Cancer can allow us to really feel each other in a positive way. Um, to me, that, that feels like a good you know, it adds this really nice gentle energy to um, the forward moving sort of accelerating feel of the next couple weeks. So I hope you found this useful and enjoyable. 
come on over to wordsforthepeople.com as well and um, you know check out the the free content there, including this week's in-depth personal evolution horoscopes for every sign. And until next week, may you go with the stars. <laughs>